0: Do not follow where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. Harold R. McAllenden Man's time here is finite, but the influence of a man is infinite. The question is what shall we do with the daylight that remains? Gandhi led from prison. Hitler led from the pulpit. Jesus led from the streets. Philip of Macedon led from the front lines. What makes a great leader? Today I want to talk about several principles of leadership that you can take on and personify in order to move your team, in order to accomplish great goals or um, create a mass movement. Now, there are dozens of different traits, personal traits, uh, habits, skill sets, things you can deploy in order to become a great leader. And this is by no means a comprehensive list. I just want to go through a few of the ideas and concepts, uh, or at least I want to go through some of the ideas and concepts that could be used to engage a crowd, a team, and, um, you know, a social media following, a company, a political movement, and cause people to, to move and come with you. So what makes a great leader great? First of all, they have the ability to get other people to put their time, talents, and energy into a common goal. That's the main thing, right? They have that ability to basically pull an emotional attachment out of other people, and make them say I want to be a part of that. I want to I want to put my energy into that. Now how to get people to do that? That's obviously the complex part. So here's a few things, right? Great leaders are not the most talented in all the positions under their jurisdiction, nor do they always have like a super high IQ or some unusual skill set. Um they're just not superhumans. <laughs> They're typical people that have some radical obsession about some idea or movement, and it's usually a unique spin on that idea, right? Something that's a little bit new, a new offering. So, if you've ever listened to like Russell Brunson, who's a, a marketing genius and expert, uh, written of several books, and he's a co-founder of ClickFunnels. Anyway, he talks about you got to have a new offering. Like if your life or your system or your weight loss program or whatever is not working, scrap it all. Here's a new offering. This one is a new vehicle that's going to get you to where you want to go. Right. So a new. So a leader has sort of a a unique perspective. A change. They look at it differently. Um, one of my favorite like self help reads was uh, The Art of Possibility by Benjamin Zander and his wife. Rosamund Zander, and uh, that book is very much like the same principles. You know, it goes maybe has like a dozen principles of self-help and the way to perceive, we perceive life, and the perspectives you should have, and how to set goals and mastery and all these things. But it's such an artistic spin. On those principles, that it was just it was just fun. I, like I wanted to I wanted to meet these people because they're they had just a different offering, even though it was very much in the same arena. So great leaders have that ability to sort of put a spin on it and and uh, make people see something differently. I'm currently reading a book called The Challenger Cell, and one of the main points in that book is that Challenger Cell sells people teach their client something before they actually ever sell them. And leaders have that ability to sort of like, I'm going to give you a new perspective and then I'm going to show you a solution to that problem that I just showed you that you didn't know about. And so great leaders have this sort of unique vision. So as I mentioned before, they're good at pulling out in others the desire to put their time, talent, energy into a common goal. So how do we convince someone that ours is the common goal or vision that they want to be a part of? So, you want to give them a worthy cause, as I've said many times. They want to have a people want to have a sense of belonging and they want to be driving towards a cause that's greater than themselves, right? So, whether they feel like they're in a desperate situation and want like a relief and i'm going to join this crowd and we're going to go somewhere together and it sort of relieves me of responsibility to get out of this desperate state because this charismatic leader and all these people are gonna we're all going to change it together or if we're just talking about you know employees that are generally content with a a job and and we're in small teams and we're trying to achieve new goals or whatever we still need to get these people like motivated uh to jump on board, right? So there's so many different uh, scenarios that this applies to. So we need to teach them a new perspective, give them some scenario to solve, make them feel like part of a team, give them a sense of belonging. And as that leader, it's your job to express this in, this uh, enthusiasm and sometimes radical obsession over this vision that you have, Um, You don't have to have everything figured out. It doesn't have to make perfect sense and have all the answers and things like that, but it has to make enough sense that people can cling to it and say, it's a little bit cloudy, but I love it and I want to go there with you. And so this enthusiasm has to be there, but after a while, you've got to be making progress or people will sort of lose that enthusiasm. So... You've got to become an expert at helping this movement move along, which is what you want to do anyway. If, especially if you're in business and you're trying to lead teams into achieving goals and accomplishing things that impact the greater good of your company and increase revenue, serve more people, etc. Um, in a sort of a political climate, things have to progress, or people start going, "Hmm, I'm kind of gone. I've gone sour on this." movement or politician and I'm going to go find a, a new a new opportunity a new offering um, so in a in a business setting it's important to to help others draw out their own barriers and find their own so, solutions through you know thoughtful questions and intentional conversation and empowering them so you want you want to have this vision that's uh, accepted by the entire collective but then you want to have different levels of like personal power and responsibility where their goals are aligned with the vision and they're accountable to their teams and they're responsible but not so responsible that it's overwhelming to them o- responsible within a domain that they feel a- like they're able to accomplish these goals where there's they can get very task oriented And accomplish things that drive towards the vision. So as a leader, it's not about you. It's about lifting the people you lead. People want to feel a sense of belonging. You need to help them cultivate that sense of belonging. You need to serve your people. Serve the people in your tribe. Help your people serve whatever client or audience it is that we're trying to go. It might be just be serving each other if, if it's a if it's sort of a political movement, you're serving one another and serving, you know, quote unquote society because we're making things better. In a business sense, you're serving your population. So I've mentioned many times I'm spending a lot of years in healthcare and when we improve care, we're we're serving our communities, we're serving my family, we're serving our neighborhoods, serving the entire country. We reduce the cost of care, and therefore reduce taxes. Like it feels like I'm part of something bigger than myself, and I enjoy that. Right? So do the people I work with. So as we as as a collective, we march forward in in this mission. Even the mundane has purpose. So that's, it's very important to, to harness those types of emotions. So when we talk about our smaller teams, if you're in teams in business, you've got to serve your little tribe. So here's a few ideas on how to serve and cultivate a good culture within those smaller teams. So you want to um, make sure that you have small talk. Make sure people feel comfortable with one another, and they know each other's strengths and weaknesses and uh, triggers and things like that. Their motivation. Uh, you got to ask good questions. Become very good at asking the right questions, whether it's in um, problem solving or just in in getting to know one another or um, trying to discover where things went wrong or help them to come up with their own solutions as i mentioned before you need to be able to help them when they're drowning you got to step in and be a good teammate at times you need to provide them value so it's important as the leader to continue to educate yourself and learn and discover new things so that you can provide that to to the team listen when they're frustrated Value their ideas, their thoughts, and the things that they would like to work on. Give them props when they've had some sort of a success at many levels. Just make sure that, you know, it's announced, hey, we as a team are successful because so-and-so did a great job, and this person here did a great job, and we all did a great job. Make sure that we're, you're given uh, props and feedback. I've often said that, you know, as a leader, you want to become the feedback loop for your team that every person really wants. We all want to know, like, where do I fit in? What's the perspective that people have of me? How's my progress? Are we going? Am I personally serving the team well? And uh, what can I do better? So you you need to be that feedback loop. Discover what makes their heart beat. Discover what gets them going and incorporate some of that into their daily job so that they wake up feeling at least, you know, semi-motivated to get to work because it, there are things at work that really, you know, touch their their nerves in a positive way. One way to think of leadership is that your job is to create more leaders. So you're using this skill set that you have of asking good questions and pulling out emotional attachment to a vision and helping them set task-oriented goals that are aligned with the vision you're you're really mentoring them into doing the same thing for others and if and so it's this selfless position of you know I want to I want to help you understand how to get to the next step and if if one day you can become my boss that's better for us all kind of attitude you need to nurture the individual that means they need to feel valued by you by their team and hopefully to the community around them. So you need to nurture them and give them the the give them the the environment the feedback, the resources, the empowerment, to make them feel like they're growing and a, becoming a part of something bigger and that you are on your way. Continue to learn and challenge yourself and the group. So a movement, a movement or you know, a team or a movement has to be growing and, and evolving or it will become somewhat stale. If things become stagnant for too long, the individuals will start to crave another group, another movement something that'll make their heart beat again. They want to fill the they want to fill the fire. So it needs to be making progress. So you've really got to help create good action steps and have, you know, the next step in mind. You've got to be a step ahead. So in the book Leadership Strategy and Tactics, the leader sometimes gets in the in the weeds but then needs to be able to quickly You know, turn over those responsibilities and back out and get their head up and look up and out. Your job is to have that vision. You got to see what's coming and be able to plan for the next thing. So make sure that you uh, make that your priority to get your head up, looking out, and looking for the next thing, progress the movement. If you can't always have that next step, things get stagnant and things start to crumble from there. This is just one sort of warning as a leader. A lot of times in in organizations what happens is we create these organizational charts and then you know you get too many layers so then the communication from the bottom to the you know top or even just several layers up it gets it gets too difficult. And so, what the leader will do is say, Well, just fill out this form or this checklist or whatever, and then I can report to my boss on it on a weekly or monthly basis. And what happens is you've essentially made your job the job of the people that are, you know, several layers down, but those people are typically serving a client or coding or building an app or they're building projects or whatever. And now you've distracted them from their job, and made their job your job, and yet it's just a checklist. And so, as a leader, you need to really avoid that as much as possible because that's where it it begins to feel mundane and slow and checklisty and robotic. And uh, those are the type of emo- emotions and, and actions that really disenchant employees so make sure that you keep them actively engaged in a positive cause and don't don't turn their job into checklisty things and robotic type behavior there's leaders in every type of industry leaders of of different types whether you're whether you're hitler or jesus or whatever there's a lot of there's a big spectrum between what a leader can accomplish And understanding what pulls people in and how to keep them excited is extremely important. And so if you can learn those skills, you'll be a great leader no matter what you're going for. Because you can always attach a strong why to what they're doing even if they're, you know, in a production line. But that's another thing to think about. Are you in a services business or a production, you know, product production type business or something else? What type of emotions can you pull on to get the team really motivated to accomplish something? So that's the big question. Anyway, so to wrap it up, um, I just want to Kind of recap some of these things. Like what makes a great leader great? They have the ability to pull emotions out of other people and that that make them want to spend their time, talent and energy on a common goal. A great leader is someone who serves people, who provides value to people. You have to nurture your individuals. You have to help create goals and action steps that are in alignment with the vision and then give them a certain amount of power and responsibility and accountability to the tribe to the team make sure that they've they feel like they are part of this group and we're all collectively going somewhere for this new offering so that's kind of the the outline for what a leader does how you deploy it specific to your inner industry and your own personality and things uh, can vary a bit but those are the those are the main goals So if you like what you've heard today, uh, please hit the subscribe button. If you want to read some of the books that were referenced in this, I'll throw the links below if you want to purchase those from Amazon. uh, Going through those links, that would also help me out. And um, as always, thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Hey, thanks for listening to the entire episode. As a token of gratitude, I want to give you a discount on my book, Ingrained. Head over to bronsonwilks.com store and download Ingrained for less than a dollar with the coupon code GOALS, G-O-A-L-S.